You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings Podcast from Newstalk ZB. It was a busy day of announcements for the National Party, with news of a second harbour crossing being fast-tracked and a $200 million nationwide plan to improve the safety of police officers. Oh, sorry, no, I've got that wrong. It was the Labour government who announced this. But really, they're being more national than national. Close your eyes, if you hadn't heard which party it was, a harbour crossing for all vehicles being fast-tracked, a $200 million plan being rolled out to make our police more safe, who would have been responsible for that in the past? Surely it would have been national. But this is Labour trying to show, hey, we can be centrist too. Vote for us. We like being in power. Do it again. We can be pragmatic. We can be useful as a government instead of ideological pie-in-the-sky dreamers who haven't got a clue. Look at us. And while I am pleased that a second crossing is being planned sooner rather than later, I can't help but rue all the missed opportunities. Why didn't we get cracking during COVID times? I mean, obviously not in the first three months, but, you know, the the year after, when it became obvious that COVID could be managed and people could be managed and work could continue. Why didn't we use that opportunity to build projects of national significance in the same way we and so many other countries did during the Depression? To reignite the economy, to keep people in jobs rather than just printing money. And why, when it came to harbour crossings, was so much ideology attached to Labour's initial plans? Former National Leader and Transport Minister Simon Bridges, now head of the Auckland Chamber of Commerce, said the planning cro- the planned crossing must be uncoupled from any other ideological projects when he was talking to Mike Hosking on the Mike Hosking Breakfast this morning. You know, as I said to you before about this particular project, we're talking 15 years to build it. I mean, my hair will either fall and out or be grey by then. We do need to get on to it. The North Shore uh, is growing strongly. The Harbour Bridge is a grand old lady, but it needs care, and they're shutting it NZTA. That is a lot more so. I think one of the reasons we may still be talking scenarios is because they are linking it to light rail, uh, and that they're wanting to sort of hold things up on this because of this much more uncertain, much more fraught, much more politically controversial project. They should decouple the two things. We know what needs to be done, whether it's a bridge or a tunnel, it's going to have road and rail, uh, and they should get on with that. Well, I hope too that they also allow for bikes and pedestrians. I mean, there is absolutely no reason when you're forming a master plan that it couldn't include all of this. But a little history lesson, a second harbour crossing has been mooted almost since the ribbon was cut on the first one in 1959. Then at the time, the clip-on additions to the Auckland Harbour Bridge were installed in 69. It was noted that the increased bridge capacity would only last until 1985. That's near 40 years ago. Various plans were proposed for a second link in the following decades, including one connecting Miola Reef to Birkenhead. That idea was abandoned in the 70s after a public outcry. There's a public outcry to just about every single announcement that's made around a harbour crossing. We got close in 2013. Prime Minister John Key talking to the Auckland Chamber of Commerce, much like Christopher Hipkins is doing today, said Auckland will get a new Waitamata harbour crossing as part of a transport plan that would include a freight corridor and on a hunger. There's going to be a $2.86 billion inner city rail link. But no, that never happened. And then who could forget the Boomers Bike Bridge to Birkendale? The controversial Northern Pathway was announced in June last year to add a full height bridge to carry cyclists and pedestrians across the harbour. Other options were explored, including a gondola, a dedicated ferry or bus service, 
using existing lanes, then attaching a kind of clip-on for walk uh, for pedestrians and cyclists. And then the recommended solution became a full-height separate bridge option for cyclists and pedestrians only. It was expected to take five years to consent and build, and then it was abandoned three months after it was given the three light, uh, the green light. Michael Wood, the transport minister, said that came as a result of public outcry and feedback. By the time the project was cancelled, $51 million had been spent on design, consultants and engineering plan fees, along with half a million in office space. $51 million. Honestly, when you think of a second crossing, we need to get cracking. I can rule all the missed opportunities I like. We can all scream at the amount of money that has been spent on nothing, on pie-in-the-sky, airy-fairy ideas. But it needs to happen. And it needs to happen sooner rather than later. So good on Labour for announcing that it's going to fast-track it. And good on Labour for being more national than national is right now. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.